Welcome to Courtney Barrett Radio. I'm Courtney and I'm your spiritual side hustle coach. I'm a former corporate sales rep turned spiritual business coach and breathwork facilitator. I am obsessed with helping you launch your online coaching business, sign your first clients and balance it all with your nine to five. Let's be real. There's no guidebook for 20 something women on how to handle the post-grad world of businesses, jobs, money, spirituality, and life. But if you're anything like me, I know you want to own your power to create major impact, start that business, and manifest your divine abundance. So consider this your spiritual yet down-to-earth bestie, sharing her experiences and tips for you to make your own rules. You're ready for this, babe. Now grab your favorite crystal and journal and keep listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Courtney Barrett Radio. I am so excited to have another special guest with me today, and I know that you are going to love this interview. So with me today, I have Viola Hug, who is a psychic expansion coach, and I'm so excited for you to meet her if you don't already know her. So Viola, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Courtney. I'm so excited to be here. And to those of you listening, what's up? We're going to have some fun today, I feel like. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. I am so honored that you are on the show today. And for anyone who doesn't know you already, do you want to share a little bit more about you and your work? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, where do I begin? Let's see. (laughs) We're here for the whole story. (laughs) There's there's honestly so much to share, but then also the, the gist of it is that I um, haven't always been doing this work, as you can guess, like right now, I literally live a dream lifestyle. And I say that like kind of to toot my own horn because I'm just like, I'm amazed at myself (laughs) half the time. (laughs) And then other times I'm like, oh my gosh, pinch me because um, this is like, this is the life that I envisioned for myself for so long. And of course there's still more to my vision, but for so much of my life, I imagined not having the stress of finances, you know, being able to do things that we wanted. And when I say we, my husband and I, and we envisioned a family one day, and I currently have a six month old, beautiful baby boy, um, you know, and we wake up literally every day on our own schedule it's just such an abundant love filled life. And it's so fulfilling, like deeply to my core. And I feel so on purpose in the work that I do that it is literally like, Oh my gosh, pinch me, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but in terms of where I've come from and, and how I got here, it was a lot of internal work. It was a lot of challenge. It was a lot of kind of things not going my way, a lot of learning the hard way. You know, like when I was younger, I had this vision and this dream that I wanted to do amazing big things with my life, but I was so conditioned. I was so in my ego. I was like all of these things that it was so much about external validation when I first started. And although my heart was always in the right place, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I thought that when I had a specific amount of income or when I hit a certain milestone or whatever, then that's when I would feel successful or fulfilled or like Mm -hmm. I checked something off my list. And so I, you know, like firstly, in my teen years to early 20s, I went through a lot of mental health struggle after losing my dad to cancer. And that was like a huge awakening period. And it was incredibly hard. But the gift that I learned in that was turning inward, you know, like listening to myself, checking in with myself. And so I learned a little bit about checking in with myself and managing my emotions and, and emotional intelligence. And then the next phase of my life was what I call my struggling entrepreneur years, where for (laughs) over five years, I pushed, I hustled, I did all the things I 
that I had to do to be successful. Like I listened to all the mentors, I did all the things and I ended up in over six figures of debt, burnt out and just feeling so frustrated because I knew it was still possible, but I wasn't seeing any evidence of it in my life. Mm-hmm. The gift that came with that is it really forced me to do money work, abundance work. <laughs> and it forced me literally, or like it felt like it forced me, but it was divine and all the things to move inward and stop seeking external validation and get really honest with myself and start feeling the innate abundance and worthiness that I truly am within that we all are and build a life from that point. And so Mm -hmm. enter my spiritual awakening, enter all these things. In 2018, (laughs) I launched a coaching business with so much debt living at my mom's house because my husband and I couldn't afford our own place. And we'd been, you know, we hadn't actually had a place to live in over a year and a half at that point. We'd been staying with friends, house sitting, staying at my parents, staying at his parents, like finding ways to have somewhere to live, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm so grateful for. Like we always had a roof over our head, but it was very hard and not, you know, especially when you're like, this isn't where I thought I would be (laughs) like 30 and like, yeah. Um, and so I, um, started this business and my commitments to myself were to always follow my intuition, right? Like I'd just started, my gifts had really started flooding in at this point. So I was like, follow my intuition, no matter how scary, number one, number two, to always work on and, and, be in energetic alignment, I guess. And for me, that meant many things that meant my emotions, that meant my um, inner shadow work, that meant Mm -hmm. um, human design, masculine, feminine energy, all of these things, right? Like working with my alignment. And then the third thing was to do whatever the fuck I want, because I I was so sick (laughs) of being told what to do and how to do it and what's right and what's wrong. And I was just like, screw this. If it doesn't feel good with my soul, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I always say like, it doesn't mean I wasn't willing to dive into challenge or into discomfort because that comes with growth. But it was like, if Mm -hmm. it does truly doesn't feel aligned, I'm not here for it. And then long story short, from that point, I traveled the world full time with my husband for a year and a half, got pregnant, moved to Canada, had a baby and built my business to multiple six figures in that time through spirit, pleasure, joy, playfulness, <laughs> very dreamlike, like sounding mm-hmm. life. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a story. There is seriously so much to unpack <laughs> there. I've already sp- like sparked up so many new questions that I want to ask you. Um, but first of all, I mean, your business journey. I think that's so powerful. And I'd love Mm -hmm. to hear like for anyone listening, who's kind of in that phase right now of, oh my goodness, I've tried everything. You know, when is this going to work for me? Like, I'm really curious to hear during those five years that you felt like it wasn't working, you know, what, what kept you going and what inspired Mm -hmm. you to realize, you know, one day this will work for me and I'm going to keep at it. Mm, That was that internal voice that it's going to work. Like, I don't really know where this came from. Well, Actually, now that I say that out loud, I'm like, it was spirit the whole time. I just didn't know it was, (laughs) but, um, you know, there was this spirit, my higher self, my soul was just like, wouldn't let me give up on the idea. It was just like, you're going to do this. You're going to make it like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like you're here to be able to experience all of these wonderful things. Like you did not get excluded out of the list of people who get to experience abundance. Like we all get to experience and we're here to experience exactly what our soul decides for us. And I feel like our desires are such good indicators for that, you know, and for all of you listening, like you have something that you're working towards that you find passion in. And that was really it. It was just like, there's something more for me. And, and 
the reason it wasn't working for so long, which is so blatantly obvious now is because I was neglecting a lot of my passion. I was neglecting Mm -hmm. a lot of my intuition because I thought that someone outside of me knew better than I did Mm. because I'm a newbie. What do I know about business? What did it like, you know, and you get told (laughs) all the time, you have to be a good student. You have to listen to the people who came before you. And I mean, it was also very much to like within the industry that I was in versus like doing my own thing. But mm-hmm. um, it was just like this complete le- neglect of what I truly felt to be true for myself. Mm-hmm. And when I started saying, you know what, F this, I'm going to do it this that I want. And maybe my intuition is on point. Then that's <laughs> when it started to really unfold differently. But the voice inside my head was like, your desires are inevitable. Mm-hmm. That was it that's what kept me going. Oh my goodness. I love that. And you know, when it comes to your inner voice and your psychic abilities, I'd love to hear, you know, was there a certain moment where you first kind of tapped into them or was it something that slowly over time you were getting these nudges and it kind of built up and, you know, when did you realize that this was such a powerful help to your business? Mm. So I've always been psychic. I just didn't know it. (laughs) (laughs) And I can guarantee like everyone listening, you're probably in the exact same boat. Also just side note, I like my main gift is clairvoyance. I'm very Mm -hmm. empathic. I'm claircognizant as well. That's actually like probably way up there, but those are like the main gifts that I personally use. Um, I also can tap into mediumship and all those things. Like we all have all gifts first and foremost. I use the word psychic though, because I feel like it's all encompassing. And also it's a little bit triggering. And I like that. <laughs> like, yeah. I like, I like people being like, Ooh, what's this? And then, you know, it's just very, like, I'm very, very different from like your old school, like crystal ball fortune telling, which is like, not my vibe. That's old paradigm spirituality in my book, but mm-hmm. I just, I love that word. And so <laughs> I use it just for fun. Um, but when I, when I started realizing that I actually was psychic was really um, when I started actually working with an intuitive mentor. And um, I had like a friend who had a massive, like one of those abrupt spiritual awakenings. Like she was anti spiritual stuff before that. Like if I ever oh, told wow. her that I was interested in going to a clairvoyant, she'd be like, don't talk to me about that stuff. It's bullshit. Like, da, da, da. and I was like, Ugh. and then like, she had like one of those one day she's against it. The next day she's like full on medium. And then like, she started Whoa. doing <laughs> shows all over New Zealand, which is where I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so fascinated by her. I was like, how did this happen? And we started talking and she started, you know, tuning in for me and letting me know that I actually had gifts and I'm going, what I do? Like, where, where are they? (laughs) Um, And then I started years later around the time that I started my coaching business, working with um, a mentor, which was all like divinely, synchristically, divinely, Mm -hmm. I said that word already, timed, it just happened, Mm -hmm. right? Like she, and she started giving me cues of like, Hey, that's actually exactly how intuitive messages come through. Like I literally thought clairvoyance see like people outside of their eyes, which some do, but Mm -hmm. for most people, it's the exact same as imagination. Like when I say picture your fridge, that's exactly how clairvoyance comes through. And when you say like, think of, you know, a song in your head and you have a song stuck in your head, that's literally what clear audiences like Mm -hmm. hearing messages, right. And oftentimes it's in your own voice. So we don't often give it the time of day because we think that it's not actually an intuitive message. And the minute that I started having this epiphany, like, Oh wait, that's an intuitive message. And I started trusting it. Right. That was such a big key. I started 
opening up more and more and more. Like I started, it started becoming clearer. It started becoming more potent. It started becoming more accurate, like Mm -hmm. all the things. And one of the concepts that I teach on is like really putting our energy and our attention into areas that we want to amplify in our life. So when we want to have more abundance and more money in our life, it's like celebrate the money you have, like get excited, pay attention to all the ways that abundance and money is coming into your life. It'll amplify. Same thing with intuition. It's like when you want to amplify your intuition, pay attention, trust it, give it the time of day, like build a relationship with it. Um, And so it just became so blatantly obvious I needed to use spirit as a core pillar of my business when I started noticing how disconnected I'd been and how all the things, the intuitive messages that I'd been receiving, like I would have had this success 10 years ago had I listened <laughs> to this <laughs> voice because it takes you in a completely different direction than sometimes our conscious and logical mind wants to take you. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I love doing now, you know, like I work with um, entrepreneurs at a really high level. And especially those that are already kind of like figuring it out in their business. And I know what they're doing, but there's like, there's a little bit of depth missing or they want to scale beyond six figures, let's say, but there's kind of this plateau energy, or they don't quite know how to tap into that space beyond. And that comes from our connection to our soul that comes from focusing on different things like pleasure, like, you know, so many other things. So it's just a huge, huge part of the journey, whether you're just getting started, like at the start of my business, I do spirit team meetings. I always joke that was my first business coach <laughs> and every week I'd have a business meeting and I'd be like, right, what should I do? What should I launch? What am I supposed to be focusing on? And I would just write everything down that came through just trusting and I'd act on it and I'd start getting results. And I was like, this is cool. Ooh, oh my goodness. <laughs> now oh my it's just like, it's the same, but just more, I guess in practice, more deep, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is amazing. And I'd love to hear like for anyone who's listening, who is maybe still developing that relationship with their intuition and is kind of second guessing themselves or wondering, oh, did I just make this up? You know, what would you say to kind of cultivate that relationship and feel comfortable with stepping into the feminine side of business? Mm. So pay attention to how you feel you might be receiving messages. And like I said before, we actually all have access to all of the clairs and all of the gifts. If you're not aware of what they are, we can receive intuitive messages through our imagination, right? Mm -hmm. Through voices in our own head, which are very much like our own thoughts. So don't like Mm -hmm. get too hung up on it. They can be more extreme, (laughs) but more commonly they're so subtle. Mm -hmm. Through um, tingles or sensations in our body, through emotions, through knowing this one trips me up because this is you know my first gift that I had and it was just like Mm -hmm. I just knew something all of a sudden I'm like that's not a gift my brain just made it up (laughs) but (laughs) turns out no it's actually spirit so that's like an instant download and there's probably other ways as well I know um people even there's like smell people smell things it's like you know it's like any sense can be intuitive and you might already have a little bit of a uh like a sense or an idea of what you have you might notice that you really feel other people's emotions you might notice that when you are meditating you see colors or your imagination's going crazy or maybe it's just like you hear a thought in your head and that's exactly what you needed right like there might be little cues and if you're not sure just pick one that that interests you and you know Mm -hmm. that will be your intuition guiding you but just pick one to kind of focus on 
and ask yourself, like, what are all the ways that I might be receiving messages in this way? And what if, right, just get a little bit playful. What if I just trust that everything that comes through this way is a sign, is a message, is something, right? Mm -hmm. And so if it's visual, then you might be like, okay, I'm going to meditate or I'm going to journal. And it's like, okay, what's a sign that I need to see? And then an apple might come up and you might be like, what's an apple? That's random. (laughs) That doesn't mean anything. This is like what would happen to me at the beginning. I would just see like peanuts Mm -hmm. and I'd be like, what, what's a peanut? (laughs) This is not a business idea. Peanuts already exist. And then, uh, but I'd write it down. I'd be like, okay, peanut, great message. Apple, (laughs) awesome. You know, write it down would make no sense, but I would just trust that. And then oh my gosh, then it would be like a metaphor for this. Then later, you know, maybe sometimes it never meant anything. And it was just my own thought. I don't know. But you know, (laughs) like it was me trusting that that allowed me to actually start paying attention to how thoughts come into my mind, how images come into my mind, Mm -hmm. and how more often than not, when I prompt or I ask for something, something will come through either instantly or within the day, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, yeah, it's kind of leaning back and not expecting that you need to force it but just watching what happens when you just start paying attention um and then practices that can be really helpful are meditation um because they help you get more clear and just like distinguish energies within your aura Mm -hmm. um journaling is also really great and one of the cues with journaling you can try is automatic writing where you intuitively write, like you may, Mm -hmm. might write down a question on the page and you can go, okay, I'm just going to write whatever happens. And you probably are going to think it's you writing, but just write, 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 (laughs) write, 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 write. write. And then at the end of it, be like, oh, what did I write and review it? Mm -hmm. Um, And then getting into your body practices can be really helpful as well. So that might be pleasure practices that might be dancing, that might be yoga, that might be like just intuitive movement that might be getting into nature and grounding, but something that kind of like pulls you into your physical body. Mm -hmm. Because then again, it's like, you're more conscious of what's currently happening in your auric field. And so your, your awareness is heightened to intuition. Mm-hmm. Ooh, those are all such good tips. And here's your, like for the meditation, do you recommend just doing a silent one as opposed to guided just to like allow that space and silence for something to come through? It depends. Like I have a lot of guided meditations that help people tap into like their spirit team or mm-hmm. like past life healing or whatever, you yeah. know, like different things. Um, so past uh, guided meditations can be really helpful if you have no idea where to start, right? Okay. Because you just need to look for one that's going to guide you into like your intuition or your spirit team or whatever you're wanting to dive into mm-hmm. um, or your right next steps, right? So you can, you can follow a cue like that if you're finding a hard time meditating on your own, or Mm -hmm. you can do silent meditation, but I always say set some sort of intention, you know, be like, I would like to, you know, feel what it feels like to receive an intuitive message. So I'm going to close my eyes and see what happens. Maybe I feel something, maybe I see something, maybe I hear something, maybe I know something, you know, and just be completely open, but that's your intention. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's that you ask a question, you know, what's my right next step? What, you know, or maybe I want to meet one of my spirit guides, show me a a sign, something, right? So some sort of prompt and then getting into meditation, but also keeping in mind that everybody is slightly different. Some people prefer walking meditations while you're out in nature, you know, you might be walking and you just like set that intention, you focus on your breath as you're walking and then, you know, see what happens as well. It doesn't always need to Mm -hmm. be like 
the classical sitting with your legs crossed meditation. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm loving all of this. I'm like, I could talk about this stuff all day. Um, so <laughs> I'd love to hear like, I know you talk a lot about this new paradigm of success and way of doing business. And I'd love to hear kind of like in a nutshell, what you feel like this shift is that we're entering and, you know, what you wish you knew on day one of your business on, you know, how to run things from this feminine place. Mm. Yeah. So the feminine energy is really amazing and interesting because I mean, we all have masculine and feminine energy and they're absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm not about like shunning or shaming an energy, but for a long time in society, the wounded masculine has been at the forefront running the show, right? Like each um, type, like masculine and feminine, both have a wounded and an empowered or a natural state, a divine state, whatever you want to call it. Um, And the divine masculine and the divine feminine are just like so epic. And like, I work with both of them every single day. Um, But in society as a whole, there's been a lot of um, wounded masculine running the show, right? Mm -hmm. And even when we think about business, it's like, it's been competition-based. It's been hustle. It's been like, convince your audience, blah. (laughs) You know, like this very, like, it kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies style stuff, which Mm -hmm. I know you can do it in like a good way and whatever, but like, it just... If, if the alternative, if I have the choice of learning to do something like that, or just like trusting that I, as I am, am magnetic to the people that I'm meant to show up for. And if I truly just show up as myself and I create the offers from my soul and I mm-hmm. speak about those boldly, then the right people are going to see me and they're just going to flock to me. Then I'd much rather believe that and do business like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just, <laughs> um, So yeah, it's like this old paradigm really says that it has to be this one specific way and that it has to be all structures and systems, which I love strategy. I, I, you know, I definitely know the power of both, but what I've seen is that our energies are number one, most important strategy, right? Mm -hmm. Like if we're talking strategy, then the strategy of getting into energetic alignment so that you are in the correct place, you are being guided to say the right things. You are showing up in an energy that's magnetic, not fear-based and not scarcity-based. Mm-hmm. that is the number one strategy we all need to be following right <laughs> so that's really where the feminine side comes in is like leaning a little bit more on intuition and the analogy that I love for this is when we work with the human and we work with the soul right these are the two concepts that I love and I don't have a preference for either I think they're both amazing um it's just that we need we oftentimes have their roles switched around in our head mm-hmm. and we get a little bit confused of what they're for so the human is the part where the ego resides so a lot of us are just like the human and the human's the part where our emotions reside and it's like yeah. emotions what's this <laughs> And so it's like this whole thing that sometimes we reject a little bit when we get into spirituality because we're like, oh, I need to be Zen and like aligned all times. Um, And it's like, yes, but it maybe doesn't mean what you think it means. It means that we're able to accept our human for what it is. Like we chose to have a human experience here and duality and polarity is a part of that. Mm -hmm. And so although the fear exists in our human, although the conditioning exists in our um, human, the, you know, ancestral patterns that might not be super empowering exist Mm -hmm. within us also the ancestral gifts exist within us also all of the joy the love the abundance that we want to feel in this lifetime exists within us as humans Mm -hmm. and all the things we desire we experience because we're humans so the human is a necessary part (laughs) where we get confused is we sometimes think that the human's here to lead us 
we feel a fear and we say that must be true, right? We doubt ourselves and we say, this is truth. We feel something, some sort of emotion and we say, oh, it's because we're unaligned. <laughs> and <laughs> we think that the human's running the show when in fact, the human is actually here to experience. We're here to experience through our human. We're here to be led by our soul. Mm-hmm. We're here to be led by that part of us that knows we're expansive, that knows what's possible, that's completely limitless, that's abundant and worthy just because it is, not because of anything. Mm-hmm. Right? And when we remember that, it kind of, you know, we have this dance between the things as we feel an emotion and we want to reject it for a minute, but then we remember, oh no, we're divinely amazing and perfect and be, being guided. If I don't need to reject this emotion, if I don't need to reject this fear, how can I just honor it in this moment? How can I just be like, oh, you cute little human, feel what you need to feel and then let's move on, <laughs> you know? Like, how can I just surrender to it in this moment, learn from it, let it show me the next thing and then move on from that. And I have to share like some of the places in my life where I've held the most guilt and the most shame have actually been where my biggest breakthroughs have been. And Mm. my power has amplified so much in the way that I teach and show up in the world. Mm -hmm. And so we don't need to fear those things. We can let them guide us. And then when we have the good feelings, we can celebrate them even more. And that's really the feminine role, right? Is the spirit, is the intuition, is how can we trust that? How can we nurture that part of ourselves? How can we make sure that the feminine is so taken care of that she feels safe to bring through intuition, that she feels safe to receive and surrender? And how can we um, then set up our human, set up our masculine energy in a way that is going to actually follow through? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I think it's so beautiful what you're talking about of, you know, really honoring both, right? Not just being so far into one side or to the other and feeling shame about it. It's really about being, you know, your whole self and Mm -hmm. acknowledging every part of it. And like, that's how you really shine. And it sparks this other question I'd love to ask you, you know, how do you find is the best way to balance the masculine and feminine energies? So, you know, being able to have somewhat of that structure and organization, still taking things off the checklist, but not being so far into the hustle and grind, but also at the same time, not just completely like flowing through our day and, you know, feeling really aligned, but not really getting anything done. (laughs) I feel like there's, well, there, I, when we think about masculine feminine energy, there's like, I said before, there's like the disempowered and the empowered version. Mm -hmm. There's also the spirit and the, um, physical aspects of masculine and feminine. So I Mm -hmm. like to think it starts with like the masculine is kind of like spirit giving us a message. Right. And then our intuition, um, on a spiritual level receives it. That's more the feminine. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of flows through into the human, in which case then the masculine human part of ourselves applies it. And then the feminine human part of us experiences it. So it's like this beautiful, oh, okay. yeah, it's this beautiful thing that happens. And um, you were talking about before, like sometimes we're conditioned into this like hustle grind of like to-do list, like it has to be a specific way. And um, we want to be aware of that because the story we tell ourselves is if we don't have those things in place that we're not safe to mm-hmm. experience what we want to experience. But also when we're in that space, we're often blocking off our intuition for the sake of the checklist or what we've been told or what we need to do, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to just check in, are we on that end of the spectrum where we sometimes don't trust that if we release the system a little bit, if we release the pressure a little bit, that it will all fall apart. That was my fear before Mm -hmm. I started my coaching business. I was scared that if I put my, took my foot off the gas, it would all fall apart. 
Yeah. So I was just like driving like a maniac in the wrong direction, just like being like, I can't stop. It'll all fall <laughs> apart. <laughs> Sometimes things falling apart isn't a bad thing though, right? That's literally what happened to me. And then, um, and it wasn't even scary. Like I thought it was going to be, and it wasn't, it was just like, oh, this is amazing. amazing. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. Um, and then on the other hand, it's like, um, you are receiving a ton of ideas and you're always the person that's just like, I have this idea and I have this amazing idea. I have this amazing idea. I have this amazing idea, but you're literally never following through or you mm-hmm. start something and you stop, right? If it's that side of things where you're more in the disempowered feminine energy, then it's also not going to serve you because then it's kind of like, you know, maybe you have fears there. Maybe it's the fear of that. It's never not really going to work out that you'll be rejected for it, that you're not safe to truly be who you are. Right. Mm -hmm. And be seen for that. Um, so having a little bit of awareness and sometimes it's a little bit of both for a lot of people, right. Mm -hmm. The getting into balance with that is not this like switch. It's not like, Oh, suddenly like I I've done this practice. So now I'm never going to feel this fear. I'm never going to fall into this old (laughs) habit. That's not going to happen. You have to be okay with the fact that it's going to be uncomfortable. You are not going to feel safe speaking your truth for the first time, you know, and you're probably not going to feel safe, like speaking at the 50th time either. It's just that you're going to know by then that the fear is okay. Mm -hmm. right and the same with your masculine I still default into that space where if I'm like feeling any sort of stress I'll be like what do I do what do I do (laughs) like I straight away want to go in that mode but I catch myself now and I'm like chill girl like you need a bath (laughs) come back to this (laughs) later and then I'm resisting and I'm like yeah but I have so much to do and then I'm like no like you know the signs you're moving in the wrong direction when you're moving like that so Mm -mm. That's a part of it as well. But I like to have really, I know this is a super long winded, winded answer, but I feel like there's so many components <laughs> that I like. Yeah. Want to speak um, the simplest way that I um, talk about working with the divine masculine or divine feminine comes from allowing space for our feminine to be able to receive, which means what practices do you need in your life that you actually need to prioritize, right? You're probably going to want to avoid them, but you're going to prioritize them um, (laughs) that are going to allow your intuition to be on point that are going to allow you to relax and just enjoy and, you know, have be an experience of your life and celebrate Mm -hmm. yourself. So that might be like taking a moment every week to just reflect and, and be grateful for what you've achieved and what you've done and be proud of yourself. It might be meditation, right? Like connecting with your spirit team asking for guidance it might be watching netflix to relax getting out in nature like whatever your thing is right Mm -hmm. so make sure that's a priority in your life and then on the masculine side the divine side is actually the part that sets that up so if you like a to-do list and a checklist then make (laughs) sure you're adding these things to your list like have i taken time off this week right like it's the masculine gets to do those things and so and then it's also though um, allowing the masculine to do the things that it's scared of as well, because it's probably your masculine. If it's a little bit scared, it's going to be like, Oh, I'll just do, I'm just going to edit my website again. And I'm just going to like rearrange my Facebook group and I'm going to you know <laughs> clean my desk out. And it's like, how many times have we done that this month? Like, let's be honest, but you really know the thing that you need to do is maybe create this mm-hmm. program that you know in your soul you want to do but all of these stories about like oh you're not ready yet or oh this is that or somebody else is doing it better than you are getting Mm -hmm. in your way no the masculine needs to take charge because when the masculine isn't following through with the feminine's desires there's a distrust right Mm -hmm. 
And also the other way around is when the feminine isn't um, like honoring the work that the masculine is doing, there's a distrust. And when there's distrust, we're not in full creation mode. Like the one of the laws of the universe says that we need both masculine and feminine energy together to mm-hmm. create anything in our life. And so those energies do need to be in trust. And so just being like, okay, well, what's my one masculine thing I can do based on this intuition and mm-hmm. truly of my, what my desire is, not just what my surface level thing is, then that's really how you access that at a whole new level. Well, that's amazing advice. And I know personally, I can relate to this a lot because I am very like naturally gravitating towards masculine energy with, I have like so much fire in my birth chart. And I also like went to business school. I worked in corporate sales and everything was so masculine. And I find um, kind of like what you were saying that when I first started my business, it prompted me to do a lot of busy work, like just kind of random tasks here and there to feel like I was doing something. But in reality, it would have served me better to have spent that time filling my own cup and, you know, doing something that honored myself, but I just couldn't see it at the time. Yeah. I remember when I first started my business, like I use like watching TV and movies as an example all the time, because I used to literally, like I went for one whole year without watching TV because I thought that that Mm -hmm. was the thing that was going to make me be successful. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's a huge commitment. (laughs) Honestly, like I'm so extreme sometimes. I love it. I love that I'm extra, but that was just like a total, like that was a logical thing. I'm like, well, it must be TV. I like watching TV. So it must be that when in fact, it is one of the most nurturing things for me because I actually get a switch off. I get to enjoy myself. I think that they're so entertaining. I love the film like industry. So in terms of the creations, the imagination, all the things. So anyway, it's like actually super nurturing for me, but I thought that I needed less time off, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I first started my business with my new commitments, I was like, okay, well, I'm allowed to watch Netflix and take breaks during the day if I want to. A huge epiphany for me with this as well was that I found out I'm a manifester in human design. Mm -hmm. If you're not already into human design, are you? Do you know? I am actually doing my first ever reading in a few weeks. So I know, I know my type right now, but when it gets to like the depths of the chart, I'm still learning. (laughs) What's your type? I'm a generator. Cool. Yeah. I'm, so I'm a manifester. And so, uh, I had been working really opposite to my design Mm -hmm. and I mean, most of us are in some way or another. One of the things for me though, is I need very deep rest in order for things to come through me. Otherwise I'm literally just like running up against a wall. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I learned that I was like, okay, well, I'll do things to rest. I'll take baths and I'll allow myself to watch TV and I'll, you know, and I was so nervous and I was so scared about it. And so at the start of my business, I remember I'd sit there and I'd be watching TV and I'd be like, okay, after I finish the watching this show and I'm only going to watch one episode, then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And it was like not relaxing (laughs) because (laughs) I wasn't truly relaxing. It was a skill to learn how to relax. I didn't even know how to do it. And I just had to, you know, to be able to just be in a moment and just be like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just chilling. And I don't need to be worrying about my to-do list. I don't need to be thinking about what's next. That's a hard thing to do, but it's just through awareness. You know, I just had to keep redirecting my thoughts and pay attention to it. And nowadays I just like rest for a week at a time. And I'm like, this is great. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. (laughs) I laugh because I mean, I'm very, very deep into my teachings and like, I just, 
I, I built a strong foundation to my business, you know? Um, so I, I speak from a different place than when you're first starting your business, but mm-hmm. I've been going through like a lot of internal stuff lately as 2020 is brought up for a lot of people, of course, mm-hmm. but the last couple of months I've been feeling pivot. I've been feeling changes and I had this intuition to actually not run any of my programs live ever again. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> what do I do then? But I didn't really know. So I've just been working on kind of all my internal stuff, pleasure, joy, like all these things. And I haven't launched anything in the past two months. I don't know when this episode's like releasing, but Mm -hmm. November, which was the back end of the two months of me not launching anything and just focusing on this energy showing up still for my clients, still showing up where I felt inspired. But um, I literally had my second biggest month ever biggest of the year oh wow and that's after not launching anything for two months and it's totally you know affirming the story that I've been rewriting since mm-hmm. I first started my business which is time does not equal more money you know yeah. the amount of productivity doesn't even equal more money it's just like such an energetic game beyond what we do although what we do is still important but there's just mm-hmm. so much more to the puzzle right yeah oh my gosh that's amazing and I feel like everything you do is such an embodiment of your work. And I think that's so important as a coach to really be walking the talk and not just suggesting Mm -hmm. things to other people, but not truly living it. And I just love how how, like you're such a walking example. So I just had to say that. Um, But I know something you talk about a lot is, you know, feeling so energetically aligned that you don't need to sacrifice anything in your life. And, you know, for coaches who are kind of new to the game and feel like they're already kind of burning out and spinning their wheels, you know, what advice do you have for the beginning to make sure that like, yes, you're still getting things set up, you're still getting things done, but you're also taking that time to enjoy the rest of your life as well. Yeah, this is, you just have to be clear on what your priorities are and what you want and trust that you're allowed to do it from the beginning, right? Like I just gave the example before that I would like basically force myself to relax at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I could have very easily told myself the story, but I'm still getting my business set up when I'm making this much money, I'll do this, da, 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 da. But that's not the place of ultimate creation for alignment, right? Like if we want to create more and we want it in a way that feels amazing to receive, we also want to make sure that the seed that we're planting that with is also in that aligned energy. Mm-hmm. This is why like when clients invest with me, I always say to them like, here's the payment link, but before you pay, make sure you set your intentions and get into a vibe and, you know, honor the space that you're getting into this because if they're in fear and scarcity and they're like, I hope this works, this better work. Oh my God, I'm so scared. (laughs) Then it's like, they're kind of like putting, not that that's like the full determining factor, but I still think it has an influence that energy, right? So center in the energy that you want. And if you want to create a life where you're not sacrificing and you get to be in alignment and you get to build your business exactly in a way that feels so amazing to you and also nurtures other parts of your life. You know, like I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I'm like, I have so many things that I love doing. I'm like a Netflix <laughs> addict, possibly. I'm not sure. Like, it's like, you know, so many components to my life, but I feel like all of them have expanded and been nurtured through my journey because I prioritize them from the beginning. Like my husband and I would do date nights, even when we couldn't afford to do date nights, we'd literally just take my laptop to the backyard and watch a movie together at my mom's Mm -hmm. house, you know? (laughs) And um, then having energetic balance in my life where I knew I was being nurtured, right? Knowing my human design really helped with knowing how to nurture myself when my mind literally couldn't figure out how. 
but I, um, you know, nurtured that piece of myself because I knew that when I was super successful, quote unquote, I didn't want to have a life where I felt like I had to work all the time. I wanted to feel like I was still living my life completely how I wanted to, not controlled mm-hmm. by a schedule that I self-created, <laughs> you yeah. know? So um, you have to give yourself permission to do that from the beginning. Just get clear on what those priorities are. And I know that when you're doing your business alongside your job, sometimes it can feel like the time is very, very scarce, but you have to understand that working on yourself, nurturing yourself and all of those things are still business moves. Like you Mm -hmm. are your business. And that's the biggest difference between a sole business and a traditional business. Because when it's a soul business, when it's your passion, when you're doing what you love, it's the energy that's channeling through your soul into a physical representation. Mm-hmm. That energy in like your body needs to feel good. And so sometimes we can't get stuck into like, I'm just going to only self-care. Like we were talking about before, like yeah. super feminine, not action <laughs> mode. So we still need to like have some barometers. Like you're telling people how to pay you. <laughs> you're, you know, sharing what you're inspired about, not just keeping it in your head. And you're also making sure you're energetically aligned. And if you're just focusing each day or each couple of days on nurturing one of those aspects, you're fine. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's a priority. You get to start your business like this and you get to finish your business like this. Not that there's a finish, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. And it's so true. You know, when you start doing things earlier on, they start to become a part of that identity, a part of your workflow, a part of your life. And I found for myself being so in the masculine beginning, the more that I was doing it, it was harder to get out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it comes to that point, like you said, like when you hit that certain income call or when you get to that certain follower account, like then you'll do this. Right. But it gets challenging because it's like when does it stop because once it becomes so ingrained sometimes it just kind of feels like it's stuck within you and it takes more Mm -hmm. effort to release that pattern than if you just started out doing it you know the aligned way (laughs) absolutely amazing so I could talk to you all day um thank you so much for being here and of course we respectful of your time going to end it here but this has been so so amazing and I just I know that everyone listening is going to take away so much from this um but before we go do you have any last words of advice or anything that you would love to leave us with absolutely I think just well firstly thank you so much for having me and to everyone listening it's been really great connecting with you. Like energetically, I always know my words are going to meet the people that need to hear it. So I'm honored. Um, but yeah, just in your intuition really is your superpower. You know, we hear that sometimes and you absolutely are intuitive, whether you've noticed it in small moments of just like, I'm going to do this or whether you're really fully tapped into your abilities already. There's a part of you that already knows that you are capable of doing all the things that you desire for yourself, allow that part of yourself to lead, right? Don't get confused that you think your mind or your human have to lead. Let that part be the part that you experience with, play with, enjoy with, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Trust that intuition. And like I said before, I'm just reiterating, you get to create your business from the beginning, how you want it to look. And it's all going to perfectly unfold when you're energetically in alignment you know the right thing to do in your business you know the next strategy step incredible and where can we find you where can we hang out do you have any offers at the moment that you would love to share with us oh my goodness I so, <laughs> so I am 
am on Instagram at, at Viola hug, which is most likely the absolute best place to find me because I actually just made a super fun announcement that I'm like pivoting, um, the name of my Facebook group and stuff. So you can find all the details on my Instagram, depending on when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a brand new podcast coming out, which will also be all, all of my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of my offers, I have, so much. I have a membership, a monthly membership called the vibe vortex, but in terms of all of my other offers, my Instagram will tell you what's up, but they're very much placed (laughs) on creating, um, wealth and more pleasure in your life through diving into your shadow, through being in tune with your spirit team, like really, really being connected to that part of yourself so that the experience of making more, the experience of impacting more, feels so whole and so full because it's like directly channeled from your soul so yeah (laughs) amazing oh my gosh you have so many exciting things on the horizon and definitely everyone needs to go follow you on instagram so they can get in on everything (laughs) yeah amazing well viola this has been so so awesome thank you so much for coming on the show today and thank you to everyone for listening thank you Thanks for listening and letting me guide you to your most spiritual side hustle. If you love the show, I would be so grateful to hear from you in an iTunes review. And be sure to come hang out with me over on Instagram at the Court Barrett and join my free Facebook community, the Spiritual Side Hustle Society, for even more daily inspo and tips. Now, what are you waiting for? Go out there and live your soul's purpose, and I'll talk to you next time.